obviously she Ooh. obviously she's not that old, but she's yeah. that young. Yeah. She's sixty-three. Oh, so she's not that old, but getting up there that you don't want to keep doing all these stunts and probably yeah. exhausting. Yeah, because like Halloween has put itself on a pedestal for being like the ultimate, and so you really got to like keep up with that bar that's been set. Um, mm-hmm. So I understand why she's just ready to like move on peacefully with love, um, which is kind of what fans want to. Um, right yeah (laughs) i hope so (laughs) like that's kind of how i feel let her take her nap yeah um do you think that they will like they will just like make another halloween movie like do you really do you think they would i don't know (laughs) if they do it won't be for a long time yeah um there are things they established in this halloween movie that could lead to other sequels just not with michael myers or laurie strode i'm trying to explain that without spoiling it for you Uh, you that well that uh, that's a great um way to describe it because i think i understand exactly kind of how you mean and um that would be more appropriate like Mm -hmm. to your point to like like stop it with michael myers if, if yeah. it's if it's finished it's finished like, we don't when, once you again. watch it you'll absolutely know <laughs> what i mean how okay. it's impossible for them to continue with michael myers <laughs> okay, good yeah. unless they do like a fucking <laughs> halloween h2o where that's the end but lol jk it wasn't really michael myers it was some random guy dressed as michael myers oh, God. and then they did resurrection <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So we the, all that like we so since it's already been done in the Halloween universe, but not canon. I don't want them to just do it again and be like, "Well, this is actually the real canon because everything yeah. else doesn't count." Like, what the fuck? Like, it's I'm enough. a I, I'm a fan <laughs> of having like several different timelines. Like the whole them being brother and sister that was fun. Yeah. Um, even though that was never uh, John Carpenter's intention and knowing that he was shwasted while writing Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and someone on Twitter actually pointed out that in Halloween 2, Lori never finds out that he's her brother. Ah. So that was that's interesting. But like, I like Jamie Lloyd and I love Judy Greer and I thought she was great in these movies, but I just really wish they had brought Danielle Harris back. To be Lori's daughter again. I know. I'm pissed. I it's, fucking love Daniel Harris. It's fine. It's how I feel about... Um, I know. I think they tried to get Paul Rudd, but timing didn't work out with him being a Marvel person now right. to come back and play Tommy Doyle for mm. Halloween Kills. And I liked uh, Michael Anthony Hall. I thought he was great. But since Tommy dies at the end of Halloween Kills, <laughs> I would have felt a lot more if it was Paul yeah. Rudd. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it, it would it would have just been a great character for Paul Rudd to play since this Tommy Doyle is so angry and not fucking weird. Yeah, he's like totally like, <laughs> he's like not out of control, but he's just like uh, totally like a small town militia guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real. But Which is fine. <laughs> uh, with, once Storyman watches Halloween Ends, we'll give full thoughts and opinions. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Finally uh, finished this, guys. <laughs> Uh, but this week we are reviewing Sweetheart, which is another Blumhouse picture. 
Yes. Uh, it is a 2019 American survival horror film directed by J.D. Dillard. Uh, and it was written by Dillard, Alex Thayer, and Alex Heiner. It stars Kiersey Clemens, Emery Cohen, Hannah Mangan Lawrence, and Andrew Crawford. It, it was produced by Jason Blum. Uh, the movie tells the story of a castaway who washes up on an island and must survive while being stalked by a humanoid sea monster. Yeah, humanoid sea monster. That's a, a really great description for what it is. And while I was looking up other things, uh, Andrew Crawf- Crawford, who plays the monster, is actually a renowned dancer. So that's neat. Oh, wow. So he's very graceful. Yeah. Which I, <laughs> I thought the monster kind of had a graceful air to the way it moved. I at least so until <laughs> we saw it in the daylight, which... Yeah, geez. <laughs> I, overall, I liked this movie a lot. Me too. Um. It did get worse, however, when other castaways washed up on the island and we saw the monster in the daylight. Yes. Yeah. Because horror movies have a very smart trick. And I'm pretty sure we can trace it all the way back to the original Predator, which Mm -hmm. was an extremely dark in terms of lighting horror movie. Uh, If I recall, it's been years since I've watched it. Yeah. Uh, And the darkness hides the fact that they may not have had a lot of money for great costuming and great effects. Right. But that makes it scarier because I don't like seeing like the monster straight on mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. at least more than one time because that that takes me out of it. Right. Um, you know, yeah, so agreed. So <laughs> uh breaking it down into acting. There are exactly four actors in this movie, if we don't want to count the monster, which he doesn't really do a lot other than be a monster. <laughs> so scary, yeah. <laughs> the movie is carried by Miss Clemens, who yes. washes up on shore with some guy named Brad, who immediately dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it sure does. So um, apparently, according to IMDb trivia, this movie was only 68 pages because there was so little dialogue in it. And yeah. Like for a second, I thought there were just going to be like four lines of dialogue throughout the whole movie. Yeah, me too. After a while, I was like, she might not have to really say much uh, in this movie. So I'm going to have to really focus up. Uh, but there was some talk whenever the other people came. But yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I thought she did a great job with what she was given to work with she it felt like they just put her on an island and told her to survive yeah just like pretend you're surviving and you'd like don't know you know what's hunting you but something's hunting you and jen that's the main character's (laughs) name uh she has some pretty killer survivor survival skills yeah i wish i knew a bit more about like uh who they were a little bit just so i can get the background Mm -hmm. but they had like the gear they had um it seemed like they were pretty you know uh apt to understanding survival if they needed to maybe for a couple days so she but she like was very adaptable yeah which is which is excellent to see um yeah I, i i i thought she was really really great um and i really couldn't take my eyes off her i thought that she it was fantastic and mm-hmm. you know i will say she did get kind of a 
leg up when they got to the island because there were previous people on the island who had been killed by the monster. So she was able to kind of get a jump start with their gear. And that makes me wonder, Mm -hmm. based on the pictures she found of the previous inhabitants of the island, how close this island is close to mainland or a bigger island. Yeah. Those pictures, the one we saw where she first noticed the eyes of the monster in the background, Mm -hmm. the people didn't look distressed. So it looked like they just went to this island to go camping. Yeah. So it can't be that far from mainland. Yeah, I I can't be. Um, And it should be like, I guess, somewhat known, um, like a remote, maybe a Mm -hmm. private island. Yeah. And she, there were like at least three planes we heard throughout the course of the movie. Yes. So maybe it was their private island or something, but then shouldn't someone come looking for them? I don't know. So there's, that that does open many questions. And that's just a thing about these movies um, is sometimes you'll get something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of was glad that she did find stuff because then it wouldn't be like an entire rehash of like the castaway movie. Yes. Where we're just like, oh, well, I know exactly what she's going to do next because I've already seen this in another movie about yeah being on an island. So I'm actually glad that we got like a mix of like her having some help because the island is not too far away, not too in the middle of nowhere. And then like her figuring out for herself, like what her priorities were. Mm-hmm. that's fabulous and uh i thought the cute her cutest moment on the island mm-hmm. as weird as that is is when she decides to start leaving like food out for the monster so it leaves her alone at night yeah uh is when she killed the shark oh, and yeah, the she shark. looked around like did you see that did you see She's that like, yeah <laughs> I, know. I thought that was very cute yeah um, well that that's yeah that's like really how you would do it though because you'd be like fuck i i fuck I fucking did it. I succeeded. I'm trying. No to one's ever gonna believe me. Right. I know. Right. Oh man. And uh, also I speaking don't... of cute, real quick, uh, how do you feel about her super cute outfits? <laughs> she got so lucky that her <laughs> luggage just happened to float to the island. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now she has cute little workout it. gear, a cute little swimsuit, which I love. That swimsuit. I know. Um, I love her swimsuits. All of her swimsuits, I think, I really loved. But I mean, um, how lucky was that? Oh my gosh. And her shoes, her tenors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and a bucket. And a bucket. Lucky. That was super lucky. You and... never know when you're going to need a bucket. <laughs> I don't know if this goes into acting or story or even yeah. production. Uh-huh. Uh, while I was reading a Reddit thread, getting an idea of like what people actually thought, because the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb score are very split on this movie. IMDb mm-hmm. has it as a... 5.8 and Rotten Tomato critics have it at a 93, but the audience score is at a 50, um, oh. which I think the two lower ones are very low just based on random Reddit opinions I read. Got it. Um, is they pointed out that it seemed like the monster didn't actually want to kill her at the end. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that goes. May- probably character because since she was kind of hunting for it and leaving it food yeah i could see why it didn't kill her because she was taking care of it in a way so like kind of like an unspoken deal uh if she wasn't terrified and trying to kill it 
uh, is you're providing me food. So I'm not going to kill you. But if I don't get this food, then you're going to be my food. Right. I don't, a lot of people think it's just that they wanted the writers and director wanted her to look more badass in the end because there were multiple times when the monster could have killed her, but didn't. So I'm trying to be playing devil's advocate, play devil's advocate. (laughs) You know, maybe, maybe what they were going for is the monster was starting to see it as a caretaker, see it, see her, excuse me, uh, as a caretaker Mm -hmm. rather than an enemy. Yeah, definitely. Then everyone fucks it up for her. So let's get into story. <laughs> yes. I um, will say this movie lacks an act one. How do you feel about that? It lacks an act one. Like, so screenplays are often written in a three act structure. Act one is the exposition. Act two is like, you know, fun and games to climax. And then act three is the, um, what's the French word? Denouement. We were, just talk- we were just talking about this <laughs> off mic. Yes. Uh, so what would have been act one in this movie, I would say is they refer to it when the other two castaways wash up on the island mm-hmm. would be them on the boat, partying, having a good time, her breaking up with the douchebag. Yeah. And then the storm comes and then they wash up on shore and that that's what starts act two. Okay. So we we're just kind of thrown right into the action. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I understand now. I was like, what do you mean? Act one, the first part of the movie was good. <laughs> I understand that it's actually act two. So yeah, I totally agree. And that's what I was saying before is that I wish we had a little bit more, just like a tiny bit of exposition. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we understand later that it was a boat that sank mm-hmm. because of a storm. And so like, does that mean that like, whoever was driving the captaining the boat like ran into a reef like what you know what I mean did you the boat flood so like what what happened Mm -hmm. how come and like they had they washed up with their life jackets on um so that means they were prepared they had a flare gun so they were like prepared for all that uh I but that's like we don't even know that until later so I was like shit something happened was I thought it was like a plane crash (laughs) honestly mm-hmm. because that, that, that's movie. what i thought too yeah because it's like castaway i'm like shit it's a plane crash because like why why else would she wash up on an island mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere and i do think having like just maybe 10 to 15 minutes at the beginning to establish who these characters are would have helped later on in the film mm-hmm. because that half a corpse washes up and it seems like she knows who he is Mm-hmm. but we don't we don't because at that point we still don't know how the fuck she ended up on this island right yeah and then the other one he's like well yeah he's torn in half the one that's like dead um because we i guess the monster um and, and stuff like that so that that happened and then the other guy who's alive he had like a piece of coral sticking out of his like body um and that's mm-hmm. how he died so yeah he bled out well she i know she pulled it out i was like no 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 <laughs> but like what's better to do pull it out or leave it in <laughs> i would say pull it out but only if you have something to immediately stop the bleeding right yeah <laughs> but he's uh, killed yeah so he dies immediately <laughs> so she quickly decides you know i can't stay and warn this sucks but i gotta think about me yeah 
uh, like a true queen does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when she finds the campsite, the thermos, uh, old Game Boy, signifying that you know the last time people were here was probably the early nineties. Yeah, pictures of them. No sign of what happened. Uh, I I do know at some point she finds their graves. Yeah, um, yeah, but she doesn't know how they died. Just probably lost on the island. But like I said, were they really? Because their pictures didn't look like they were in distress. Yeah, no, they didn't look like they're in distress. They were there for a reason. They were camping. They had like camping materials. She found like a tarp and and stuff like that, like camping stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, and like food or not food, but like uh, drinks and a cooler. Um, so all, all these things. <clears throat> so they weren't terrorized, at least not in the beginning. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's just uh, there. There was a lot left up to us to kind of like decide what we thought was happening but I, I would have liked a little bit more detail yeah in the beginning yeah totally and agree. so the rest of the movie is just her setting up her camp and attempting to survive on this island and the first night goes as well as it could it does storm and this was an interesting theory I saw also mm-hmm. on the red thread is that the monster doesn't like storms oh because later on in the movie, after it does start appearing, it has her cornered, ready to kill her, and then it thunders, and he immediately re- immediately runs into the ocean. So I don't know if that's true, hmm. but I'll also buy it because he could have very easily killed her multiple times. I mean, she's just hiding under a palm leaf when he's on the island. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so I was like, why can't he, like, get her? <laughs> like, she's right there. Yeah. So agreed uh so like uh, he arrives uh on i want to say the second night she's there yeah and this is one of my favorite shots in horror movies as of late she shoots the flare because she hears a plane flying over and as the flare comes down and lands in the ocean we see the silhouette of the monster for the first time and I would have just noped right the fuck out of there. Oh my god, I would have been terrified. Like, what would you do if you're so frightened and you see, like, a creature? Yeah. Like, what do you do? And you're alone. Yeah. Like, what can you do? I thought that was an absolutely gorgeous shot and just terrifying. It is terrifying. Um, And that was a great shot. But I do remember thinking to myself when I saw the shot happen, like, when I was watching the movie, I was like, I was like there he is and then and then I was like thinking that the shot lasted for too long mm-hmm. like I don't know if you noticed that too or maybe it was just my personal preference but his silhouette was way too uh way too sharp and I was like oh shit um I really see him like I really see him now <laughs> so like mm-hmm. it's like a person it looked because that's when you see that it actually looks like like a human figure but you know it's a monster so that's where you get the humanoid and that's all I was like is it a sea monster or not like a kraken but it's not really yeah. weird and different and unique mm-hmm. yeah I could see that I could see how it lasted too long a little bit rather that, than and, just being like a quick shock yeah or like just like a just like you see it and then it goes out but it went it I don't know you see it describe it you see it and then immediately goes immediately goes under the water or something oh yeah something like that something a little different because it it just stayed there um 
for the for the time. But then I guess that kind of g- goes into uh, us seeing it in the day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, but that shot, once she set it off and it went down, you know, you're going to see something. So that's a really mm-hmm. cool. I'm glad they had it. Yeah, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So it hunts her that night. It hunts her the second night she hides in the log. Uh, For some reason, it can't get her out of the log. So he's not a very smart sea monster. Uh, And that's when she decides to start leaving him kind of bait, kind of food. Mm -hmm. And the one night she doesn't do this, and this is why I think he creates a a silent agreement with her that if she keeps feeding him, Mm -hmm. um, he'll leave her alone is after she ties up Zach and leaves his body um she doesn't leave anything the next day if i recall instead mm-hmm. she builds a hammock up in the trees and like a trap uh, yeah and he gets past it and almost kills her then by knocking her out of the hammock but he doesn't yeah <laughs> but then at this point she's like so terrified that she's like getting mad because like you can't sleep at night you're mm-hmm. trying to survive your friends are dead like all that's left to do is like eliminate what's the stressor. Yeah. I think that after that happens and she's able to survive his attack mm-hmm. uh, is when Lucas and Mia wash up on shore <laughs> in their little survival raft, which I have to say, that's a very nice raft. Whoa. That raft was like fantastic. They must have those on like nice yachts or something. Yeah. Cause they seem like rich kids. Because all the other yachts, I not yachts, but like <laughs> boats in these uh my boat sank. Now we're stuck on a raft floating in the ocean. They don't have nice little ceiling covers. Yeah, like a hood <laughs> for the sun. Like a sun's so, clean. Yeah. So you're just stuck in the sun, you're stuck in the rain. Yeah, right. And I feel um, like the red roof even gives them more visibility to planes. Yes and oh, other yeah. boats so that was a very nice very nice raft is that like yeah. a raft you'll we'll have to look into like what rafts are on like commercial like yachts mm-hmm. or like you know boats that you can buy or rent yeah they look and like that yeah let me let me tell you i fucking hate lucas and mia I know. And you know what? I'm going to tell you right now that it's a damn shame because Emery Cohen, the guy that plays Lucas, is a showstopper and he is an an extremely talented actor. And I can't believe that him. I don't know why he was in this movie, maybe to get some money or something, but the character he played awful and like sucked, Mm -hmm. but like annoying <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, God damn it, Emery Cohen, someone who's seeing you for the first time is just gonna hate you. But he's so excellent, I promise yeah. you. No, just just imagine <laughs> you've been surviving on this island for I think in the end it's implied probably like three days, days. Three days, three or yeah, four three days, days at this point. Three, you've yeah. been kicking ass, you've caught all of these fucking fish. <laughs> yeah. So many you've you've collected so many fucking coconuts, you've survive this fucking weird man sea monster yeah and these two douchebags show up and they're like no you're going crazy let's just stay here for a couple more days because things on the raft are really bad i'm sure a plane will fly over right and they're like like, start telling you start telling you what to do on your island yeah exactly it's like i was here first and like i went to leave and they're just like well we want to chill yeah. Because we thought we were going to die on the raft. <laughs> yeah. 
I hated these characters. Seriously, the worst. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. Emery Cohen was the worst because, well, at first I wasn't sure about their relationship because like, yeah, whenever he saw her, like, I was like, oh, well, that's her boyfriend. But then I don't know if it was me being sick or confused, but there is another scene, one of the first scenes where they were like all fighting after they first got there and he was talking in such a way that I was like is he just like he was talking like flamboyantly so I thought he might be gay and I was like is that their gay friend or something but then they talked about him being her boyfriend and like that's when she was like tied up to the tree and I was like what the fuck like how is this her boyfriend it was really strange Mm -hmm. so I just couldn't wrap my head around their relationship even though they just like broke up on the boat where she can't get like, that's a bad place to break up because you're on the boat. You can't like get rid of somebody. I you're stuck there. Yeah. I do think that was her boyfriend yeah. and a shitty one at that. Um, And if he <laughs> called me sweetheart like that, yeah. sweetheart, which I feel like <laughs> that line read was very deliberate to make sure the audience knew that's where the title's coming from. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I was like, oh there it is <laughs> uh I would dump him too and he's like I'm having a great time and then you come up and say you're not happy <laughs> yeah and it sounds like uh, I guess they're school aged because he's like she she's living with him he's paying her way she was in school I don't know it was it's all really super blurry the only the only exposition we do have is between their conversation Mm -hmm. that one evening yeah I don't even know who the fuck the other girl is just like a friend who's like Australian yeah (laughs) sounds like she's a friend or they were just they just happened to all be on the same boat partying like maybe it was a party yacht that you just buy tickets to Mm -hmm. because in the letter she's writing at the end she says she didn't know Brad and Zach's last names right yeah and that's where I was like oh they probably all just met on this boat and there were just some people that she didn't know and some mm-hmm. that she did or at least they were friends of Lucas yeah yeah um, <laughs> but yeah so Lucas goes looking in the woods and is like I don't see anything out well no after they refuse to leave the island she's like all right fuck all y'all she quickly and quietly packs up her own shit and um tries to escape on the raft which i don't blame her after everything she's been through on this island yeah let them deal with that shit on their own um they stop her from going she gets hit in the head with a paddle by mia Mm -hmm. and while she's passed out they tie her to a tree which is just fucked up (laughs) just fucked up (laughs) they're like we'll untie you once you've calmed down like once again this isn't your fucking island jen has been here for four days i think she (laughs) knows things a little better than you do yeah like four days now like it's been days and lucas comes out and is like there's nothing in the woods and she's like because i fucking told you it came from the water yeah there's a hole in the sand which is also terrifying when she goes under and looks there Mm -hmm. i was like jesus christ yeah, there's a black hole in the ocean where the monster's coming from. Yeah. And uh, Mia's like, I think I'm going to go for a walk or look around myself, which is stupid. In the night. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she gets killed, naturally. Yeah, And uh, 
Lucas suddenly believes Jen that there's something oh, out there yeah. killing her. <laughs> oh yeah, it must be trying something to kill them. Wrong, I know. <laughs> and God. so they leave immediately. The next morning, uh, there's implications that something terrible did happen on the raft. Yeah, he mentioned Zach, and she's like, "Okay, so what happened to Zach?" And as we all know, he was, as we deduce, he's um the half a corpse that she fed to the monster. Yeah, there was blood stains in the raft. So I wonder what happened. Yeah, this this is a big complaint I see common in the reviews that I read is what happened to Zach. Yeah. And I think you can kind of piece it together because he had cuts on his face uh-huh. and half of him was missing. You could attribute that to sea creatures eating him. Yeah, I speculate because Mia said, you don't know what it was like on that raft. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to speculate that cannibalism a little bit of cannibalism which fucking weak if you can't survive three do- three days on a raft without killing no. your friend and eating him <laughs> like <laughs> killing him but like cutting him in half mm-hmm. just just yeah that's even worse like what the fuck are you thinking yeah so yeah. that's just given the amount of blood that was in the raft i'm gonna take away that maybe there was a little bit of cannibalism that happened or at least a fight broke out. Yeah, um, that was my first thought when I saw the blood in there. So that's my guess. Um, again, three days without food isn't that long. It really isn't in the grand scheme of things when we're talking extreme survival. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the IFC Midnight movie? I can't remember the title of it, but this crazy doctor wants to prove a point that humans will resort to cannibalism under the right conditions um in ter- for survival so he locked like six people up in a hole underground with only a bucket of water for them to drink so that doesn't ruin his experiment but i think his thesis is 30 days is all it takes for someone to break down and eat another person really no i haven't seen it but look, uh, that sounds like an excellent movie it's very good wow um, <laughs> you'll give me that name yeah because you can go a fairly long a time while. without food. A while. So, like, I, feel, water. I, I do think the cannibalism is a bit of a stretch, but given just the <laughs> implication, the amount of blood, her saying, you don't know what it's like on that raft. Them being, like, babies about it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they yeah. freaked out and jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, even the Donner party went oh, a, while. A, a fairly long time before they resorted to cannibalism and... Uh, I don't know if you watch um Caitlin Doherty, Doherty the uh, oh I don't watch her but I I know her yeah yeah uh, she visited the site of the Donner Party oh. and um it wasn't that they were dying of starvation it was that they were dying of hypothermia yeah but back in those days when you don't understand that you could easily assume that these people are dying of starvation and that's what caused the hysteria yeah and why they did what they did uh-huh. so just like fucking if i guess if you're lucas did seem like a privi- privileged little white asshole yeah and so did mia so i could totally see <laughs> zach being like we got we gotta do this and that we gotta fish off the boat we gotta survive <laughs> how they would be pushed to think we we're gonna eat this guy yeah and like there's another i have like another theory and maybe it's because they <clears throat> were in the raft and like maybe something happened where like 
uh, not Lucas, but the other one who was cut in half was like maybe swimming around and like trying to, I don't know, do whatever in the water, maybe try to catch a fish or some shit. And maybe his bottom half got eaten by a shark or the monster. Mm-hmm. And then they were trying to pull him back up. And then I could picture that his bottom half didn't come with his top half and they like threw him overboard or something like that. Yeah. But how close do you have to be to the island to go within the lair of the monster? Because it was actually pretty close to shore. Yeah. So all these questions really do come up, and uh, that's why we do what we do. <laughs> yeah. <try> so, <laughs> so um, Lucas and Jen get in the raft and start leaving, and she she says it's safe to leave based on everything she knows. She's right. The monster doesn't come out during the day. Even when she's in the ocean swimming by its lair, it doesn't come out. Yeah, like right over its lair. Yeah. (laughs) But this time he decides to come out and he punctures a hole in the raft and pulls her down to the ocean. Oh, God, so scary. Yeah. And um, (laughs) she stabs him, gets away from him. But Lucas dove in after her with the spear. So the monster grabs him instead and takes him down to the lair. So once again, Jen is alone when she gets to the island and she decides to write a note to anyone who finds her remains afterwards Mm -hmm. and decides to, what she should have done from the beginning, in my opinion, uh, (laughs) set the island on fire. Oh, yes, absolutely. Which I feel like I've read survivalists saying this is what you should do if you're lost in the woods and you're desperate just start a fucking forest fire forest fire yeah which and run away from it yeah (laughs) um i mean it'll get people to see you i don't know how good of an idea that is but i have heard people say you know just start a forest fire and then they'll find you then they'll find yeah i mean no that's actually that's that's a great point because we're taught our whole lives to avoid doing that. Uh, but when you're in desperate need of someone to try to get to mm-hmm. you, how else can you signal to them, you know, and like, without this island, fire? This island is fine to set on fire. There's no animals on it. There was There's, one parrot. There was one, <laughs> There's one parrot in them. I, you know, this whole time when we first saw that log, I thought the monster lived in it. <laughs> but I guess not. It just was yeah. there. The parrot lived in it, and he flew yeah. away. And, and just some crabs. She lures the monster back to the island, um, fights him, and kills him. Yeah. She, the way she sets up, like how she's gonna fight him, is like extremely good. <laughs> Very. <laughs> she thought of everything. Yeah, she made sure she had weapons all over weapons the place, everywhere. As the island was engulfed in flames. Yeah. Yeah really cool stuff yeah so she definitely should have done the fire sooner um and also i had this thought too when i was watching there were i think two or three instances of her hearing a plane Mm -hmm. go overhead but that only happened at night so was it just like a plane or was it a rescue plane because i was like if that was a rescue plane why the fuck would it go out at night to try to like look for stuff (laughs) she can't see yeah, maybe because the fire would be fires would be easier to see at night. Way better for her to do that at night. But that I was just thinking about the plane. I was like, it must be like a regular old plane carrying passengers. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I think we can hear a plane as the movie fades to black. Mm. 
Um, I hope that's true because I hope that she does get saved. I want to picture that like she doesn't even have to go on the raft or whatever. Yeah. How would the plane get her? It'd have to be a helicopter. Or maybe the plane will see her and send a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is too much thinking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But that's the story. Um <clears throat> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. I didn't hate it. I liked it a lot. I will I will say Lucas and Mia existed in this movie just to give the monster more people to kill. Yeah. Yeah, because she was already ready to go and it didn't give her any more means to leave because she doesn't end up leaving on the raft anyway from what we can Mm -hmm. see so really you're right it like doesn't even matter yeah (laughs) it's just more people to kill so i get i mean i'm fine with them killing brad right away but brad could have served that same purpose yeah yeah right that guy with the coral yeah like, just make it so he's unable to walk because his leg got mangled or some shit. Yeah, yeah, And right? then he's he's killed by the monster. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. yeah I, it's always clear when horror movies put in characters that exist solely to die. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I really thought they might get away, though, in the raft, but when they it poked a hole in the raft, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to sink now. Like, I was so scared for them. But uh, she's such a good swimmer that, like, she just swam back to shore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, she's swimming around without her life jacket and everything. It was, like, amazing. So in terms of production, I thought this movie was beautiful. Uh Just location. Hard to make a location like that look ugly. Yeah. But the colors were very bright and vibrant. And it was a nice juxtaposition to the night scenes where the horror elements take place exactly and um i want to say that where was this island supposed to be does it say anywhere on they like, they don't um, say because the fish they are. were very distinctive looking mm-hmm. the blue fish with the blue fit scales and stuff that they were eating yeah. and the sharks it was it was probably filmed on an island in the hawaiian islands oh really uh, i mean oh. i wouldn't be surprised because lost was filmed in hawaii i'm gonna look up the, those fish because i ever since i saw this fish i was like where are those fish live someplace <laughs> tropical um not enough of them were poisonous or deadly looking to be australia yeah yeah no jellyfish <laughs> yeah so where's this australian chick from i guess they're all just like school people probably that's like the only thing i could think of because they're not old they're very young Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, the, my only other production note is um the monster when you actually see it in the daylight um yeah. not that great looking kind of power <laughs> ranger villainy i know the head is too weird the head is silly it is because they were trying to do like a human man body and like a fishy head Helmet he did. He thing. did not live up to the intimidation of his silhouette in the red light. Yeah, I I thought because like whenever I saw that this was a cre- I didn't know this was a monster movie. I didn't know anything about it going in, and when I saw on Netflix that it said creature feature, I was like, huh, interesting. And then it, it, she washed up on an island, and like there, you know maybe there was like a monster, and I was like, is this about like 
the Kraken. <laughs> like I really thought it was like a very, very large, scary sea monster, but it's just like a man thing that lives in the hole <laughs> in the sand. Uh, what was he eating this whole time? There's no one on the island. Mm-hmm. So what was he doing? Like just eating some fish, I guess. And just one of him too. So I don't know. I agree. He didn't live up to the hype when you saw him. That's why yeah. you shouldn't see him for too too much yeah. time of the day. So maybe that was why he was so aggro is he wanted to eat some more people, but he hadn't had any in 30 years. Hungry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would have been nice if it... And then after she saw that like clearing on the island with like the... Um, like the where the people were buried and stuff yeah i thought it was gonna take the turn where she had to like sacrifice stuff to like some type of monster on the island so it would leave her alone mm-hmm. that's kind of where i thought it was going um that would have been then, interesting right i had like i because you think about all these things when you're watching you try to figure out what's gonna happen but it, it was just a monster eating stuff yeah um that would have been an interesting interesting turn um had they gone like the cannibalism route you know we could have had lucas and mia try and kill her but then she kills them and then the monster she sees the monster and it comes up and just takes one of the bodies and goes back to the ocean and leaves her alone yeah yeah definitely it would have been cool if it was like one of those monsters that only needs like a body every 30 years (laughs) not every single night it's a whole body but yeah and it, it but it was very um like scary instance because it did have that big hole in the ground and the, the ocean is a very big dark place so it just makes you think you know what is out there that you don't know very scary um other than that there was like some uh blood with the guy that got stabbed with the coral Mm-hmm. which was fine there she got like wounded from him so i think that like what we saw in regards to wounds and blood all very realistic there didn't need to be too much of it and then the drowned yeah. bodies they were bloated and that did, they just looked how they should look so everything was you know ideal um it wasn't too crazy gory anything it was just about the monster mm-hmm. being scary and it was a man <laughs> yeah An actor yeah um nothing yeah. else i don't think yeah uh, i guess realistic <laughs> aspects uh being lost on a deserted oh, island that's terrifying what a nightmare also like how like how bad of a storm where your boat sinks mm-hmm. like what the fuck you know i mean let's um, be real lucas doesn't seem like the kind of guy who can captain a boat right so i yeah so that's the thing it was probably is- a little windy there was one big wave yeah (laughs) and he turned into it and the boat capsized i could see that happening for sure if he was captaining it um or did did you have to have like a captain when you take your boat out or can you just take it out when you want so how does that work i wonder like maritime law Mm -hmm. where you're at so there's all those things. So, but I just like, you just have to believe what you're told. And there was a storm and the boat sank, like completely sank, like goodbye. Yeah. Um, and some people, there's like four people, five people. That's it. 
So uh, that's very terrifying being alone and everyone else, like seeing someone die, that's scary. Um, being terrorized by a monster on an island, just like being isolated and by yourself is terrifying. Maybe I, I can't even say, can I even say realistic? How often does that happen that we know or don't know about where people are just like lost? I mean, I know it happens more often than you think that people's boats capsize and they're floating in a raft for days at a time. Um, The movie Adrift starring Shane Lee Woodley and um, Sam, what's his face? Adrift. Uh, Is based on a true story where they were sailors trying to get back to California and Hurricane Augustus uh, sank their boat and she was floating alone for like 40 days in the ocean yeah um recently like a few years ago another group of people were floating alone in the ocean uh so it does happen adrift yeah you don't mean open water do you no okay i was thinking i think of open water i'm looking at adrift right now on imdb um believe it open open water is allegedly based on true events It, it is it is at least the first one um yeah there's Shane Woodley <clears throat> yeah and see I'm looking at this trailer and the boat that they're on forget it you know because it's like a little like looks like a rowboat or something um but then in open water that's also scary because they were just like fl- they're just floating in their life jackets um mm-hmm. because they were left behind oh god that's that movie, I know that some people don't like open water, but this that movie fucking terrified me. Yeah. It's like I hate water. It's, I hate drowning and seeing that in movies. And I couldn't imagine uh, just like fucking being stuck in the ocean. Because if you're not on a boat, no one can see you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're left behind, no one's looking for you. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. Um yeah, just uh scary stuff. Um, and um one more thing real quick regarding I guess this isn't well, realistic aspect would be maybe cannibalism if you really are stuck out there for a long time mm-hmm. and have to eat your friend. Um, and longer than three days way longer maybe like like 30 days like you were saying mm-hmm. <laughs> get really starving uh if you're not dead already um but it would be better if you were dead or someone died in your party and you could eat them and not feel bad uh so i, I don't know um <clears throat> but Whenever stuff like that happens, or I think it's going to happen in movies, like I I wasn't sure if this movie was going to be about a Wendigo, because whenever we saw his form, his figure, I picture Wendigos having like the figure of like a person um, with antlers and shit. But um, that that only occurs whenever like there's a cannibalistic aspect um, that comes into play. So, uh, yeah, so that's my only other thought on that Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't think there's any other realistic aspects other than the obvious most most terrifying nightmarish situation (laughs) yeah um so overall i would give this movie an ah yeah 
Yeah. Um, because it was pretty good. It was tense. Um, this is a good one to watch with your friends who don't like horror yeah. because of the gore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah. This is a really... Um, it was a fun is, time. It is a really good movie. I was watching. I was like, wow, that's really good. Um, and I was very, very pleased to see that it was like a Blumhouse production. So I was like, oh, it can't be bad. <laughs> so it's like, it's absolutely pretty good. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I will give it an oh, yeah, that fucked me up too. Because even though the monster did look silly, it's still so scary to be trapped on an island. It's like two layers of fear. <laughs> so you think it can't get any worse they made it worse by adding a monster mm-hmm. <laughs> to terrorize you yep yeah that that's what i have to say about that i don't think i have any other notes i so, don't have anything else all right well in that case i can read the outro if you would like uh yes ma'am all right excellent i don't want to just i don't want to go into it unless you have like another thought i don't think i do okay cool yeah i think i will i've said everything i need to say okay cool so real horror show was created by sam odie and stormy skies and is directed by sam odie um today we learned that you should try to hold on for more than three days if you're really starving to death and if that's the case don't cannibalize after just three days kind of what we learned also don't break up while you're on a yacht just because you can't get get away from that person so you know you never know what they're going to act like whenever they come across you again on the the desert island so i don't know just some thoughts um like what you hear you can find real horror show on spotify tune in google play store stitcher itunes and pandora <clears throat> really really like what you hear Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcast episodes can be found. RealHorrorShow.com Do you want to interact with us? Want to make sure that we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at RealHorrorShowPodcast at gmail.com Want to argue with us about something or think that you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. We love horror and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, got the COVID. Uh, we also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the buy us a coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And uh, any other pertinent news? Uh, I don't, but I did just remember that I had Wikipedia open, and that's where I usually go to get answers to some things. Um, mm-hmm. This was filmed on Bounty Island in Fiji. And wow. Andrew Crawford, who was the monster, was also the xenomorph in Alien Covenant. 
Oh, so, interesting. That's super cool. And um, the <clears throat> story is supposed to be kind of a political allegory about um, the 2016 election. Like the monster is white compared to the usual dark um, oh. monsters we see, like xenomorphs are black. Yeah. Um, and it's also, which I picked up on this, um, the, um, it also plays into those themes of Black female hysteria and how people don't believe Black women or people of color when they say they're in danger or that something is violent to us. And that's something I picked up on. Uh, yeah. Um, but I didn't want to say it if that wasn't fully the intent, but reading this uh, from an interview with the lead actress, that was the full intent and the director wouldn't have wanted to make this movie without a black female lead. Yeah, definitely. So, just wanted to throw that in, out there because I did see people discussing online whether or not that was the intended allegory of the movie, but it is oh. confirmed by both the lead actress and the director. Yeah, that sounds spot on actually. Now that you say that, yeah, it's actually very clear. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice the white skin, but now that you said it does have white skin, you're right. Now I'm like remembering you it did look different. Yeah. Because you're just expecting it to have like dark skin, black skin, you know, like whatever, a traditional monster that mm-hmm. looks like that, but it was changed, it was different. So So uh, that's all I have to add in. Well, that is excellent. And Fiji, wow, what a beautiful place. That's why they have those fishes. Were those real Fiji fishes? It must be. Probably. I doubt they brought <laughs> non-Fiji fishes in. <laughs> they were the real fishes, right? Okay. So, um, anyway, other than that, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye. Bye-bye.